Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another edition of From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. Uh, we're gearing up for the fall season, which includes high school football starting this week. Uh, so we got plenty to talk about. Um, but before we get there, um, we got to do some introductions. Um, as most of you guys know, I'm sports editor Dandy Adana, and I'm back for another year of all kinds of crazy action that we got going on in the field and everywhere else. Um, but uh, as most of you guys know by now, Chris Adarazny is no more. Uh, he is no more with us, I should say. That sounded pretty bad. Uh, he, is, uh, he has moved on to a different job. Uh, he still will be freelancing for us a little bit, so you might see him out there. It's not his ghost. Uh, it's really him. But we have a new assistant sports editor, Bo Troutman. You guys might recognize his name. He interned for us uh, for quite a while uh, when he was at Grand Valley and uh, did some freelance work for us as well. So uh, welcome, Bo. Hey, thank you very much, Dan. I'm glad to be here. So uh, why don't you tell uh, everybody a little bit about yourselves? I mean, we know that you're a Pisces, like long walks on the beach. and No, no, I don't know. Um, but uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I, uh, yeah, like Dan said, I interned at the Holland Sentinel uh, in college. I actually job shadowed Dan a long time ago when I was in high school. That was like my first sports writing experience. So I can credit Dan with kind of launching my career. But That uh, ages me a little bit too yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> me too, yeah. But... Uh, so yeah, I uh, I went to Grand Valley State. I was uh, the sports editor there my senior year, and then uh, my first job out of college was uh, with the LaSalle News Tribune in uh, LaSalle, Peru, Illinois, and I spent a year and a half there, uh, covered a lot of high school stuff. It was pretty cool. It was in Cubs country, so they're pretty passionate down Always there. Always good. Yeah. You'll fit right in back here. Too. Exactly, yeah. So it was cool, but I was kind of landlocked in the middle of Illinois, and at the end of the day, there's just a lot of cornfields and just not a whole lot to do. That's all good. In, in Illinois, so I'm glad to be back by the lake and stuff, and yeah, started here August 5th, and uh, now I'm in the thick of it, so I'm glad, glad to be back. So. All right, and I know we'll get into this later. Next week, we'll really get into like Michigan, Michigan State uh, stuff. I mean, I know that we could preview them, but we could also be here three hours if we did all that stuff today. Um, but we'll, we'll get a little bit of a feel for what they're at, but, um, we get a lot of comments about, uh, possible biases and everything like that, especially in college football. For some reason, that's a hot button issue. Um, let me remind all of you, uh, all of you readers out there that I went to central Michigan and Bo went to grand Valley. Uh, but he is also an Ohio state Buckeyes fan. Oh, uh, it is, uh, his one defect um but at the same time so just know that that's where we're coming from uh we really couldn't care less uh if michigan or michigan state wins the games um we're going to try to bring you as objective and unbiased uh opinion and coverage of that i mean i guess uh, it will be very uh subjective opinion but unbiased uh, i guess we're not we have no rooting interest in anybody except apparently ohio state um but uh 
uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we go. And um, yeah, so we'll start with our. We're going to start with our high school stuff. We got high school games this week already. Um, there's a uh, quite a few. We got eight games, eight teams, eight games. No no double locals yet, um, which is to be expected. But uh, a lot of teams on the road uh, this week, so. Um, we're going to start with West Ottawa at Stevensville Lakeshore, and we will be we'll break down a little bit of things. We'll, but we'll basically be giving you our predictions, so you can roast us when you see us at the games, and uh, so we can start, uh, so we can pick up where Chris and I left off with my utter domination and trash talk toward my subordinate. So um, let's start <laughs> with uh, West Ottawa at Stevensville Lakeshore. Um, yeah, I'll I'll I'll. I'll I'll go first, Bo. I'll, I'll go first on the first right, one here. Right. So um, West Ottawa and Stevensville Lakeshore, they opened the season against each other last year, and West Ottawa won pretty handily. Uh, they lost some key uh, components this year, um, have a new quarterback and uh, you know some new, new skill set positions, but I still think they've got the, the depth to get it done. So um, I like West Ottawa on the road uh, in week one. How about you, Bo? Yeah. I agree, Dan. Uh, it's hard to not pick West Ottawa. Uh, they beat Stevensville last year, thirty-five to ten, in the first week. And uh, Stevensville had a weird year last year. They went five and five, which was their first non-winning season uh, since nineteen eighty-seven. Actually, so crazy. Yeah, they used to be a, such a powerhouse. So, all right. So, I mean, this is it's some of these games are going to be really hard. I mean, we'll, we're we're not all trying to pick the same things all the time, but. Uh, um, you know, the first couple of weeks sometimes are pretty, pretty cut and dry. Um, of course, that's when the best upsets happen too. So, um, all right, let's go to the next one: Holland at Wyoming. Um, this is, I mean, on paper it looks like Holland easy because Wyoming struggled so much, but Holland also lost a ton from last year, and they have a new a new old coach. Uh, Sean McManus is back. I mean, he was an assistant coach and he was the head coach before. Um, but uh, I'm not really sure what to expect out of them yet, but I also know that they're, even if they struggle this year, they're struggling in the OK Green Conference, which is one of the best in the state. Um, so he had a uh, state champion out of that group in Unity Christian. Zealand East was in the semis. Zealand West probably would have been in the semis if they didn't lose to Zealand East. Uh, you know, so you got three semi <laughs> semifinal caliber teams in one conference. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I would say so. So, um, but I, I mean, I still think I think Holland gets it done on the road. Um, but I think it will, you know, it won't be easy. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you. You know, from what I remember uh, covering Holland back in the day as an intern. They've always had a solid program, and uh, I have no reason to think that, even on the road, that they'll have a tough time. So give me the Dutch in this one. All right. Um, we got Coopersville at Holland Christian. That's, uh, you know, two pretty good teams. Um, but Holland Christian had a deep playoff run last year also in from the OK Green. <laughs> um, but they lost quite a bit. Uh, the quarterback, their top two receivers, um, to name a, just to name a few. But they also you know seem to be building the tradition under chris kuypers where they um you know their offense is flowing and they're able to plug in new people uh to what they're going um i mean it's again not going to be easy i like them at home though um so i'm going to pick the maroons on this one yeah i have to agree with you uh you know i talked to uh coach chris kuypers and you know it's kind of his third season stuff and he's kind of 
got his own guys there now and his own training regimens and stuff and uh, they're excited you know they're you know they're very upbeat at practice and everybody's really excited to talk about the season uh obviously they'll have a new quarterback like you said and stuff and uh just looking at coopersville i mean you know you see they go two and seven last year but kind of an interesting side note um this will be kind of like a reunion for uh chris kuypers because he and then uh Coopersville head coach uh, Ed Kamen. Uh, they both uh, coached for several years at Sparta under Coach Mark Chapman. So I think that's kind of an interesting note. But uh, I got to go with the Maroons in this one. Yeah, agreed. I mean, they're. I mean, I think they're just. I think also, not to be understated, is last year's playoff run. The belief and confidence that that gives a program, even if a lot of them graduated, they saw what they could do, even in a year when they, you know, when they lose to east west and unity christian and then they're still deep into the playoffs too i mean that's um that's a really big big for them so um yeah next one we got an interesting game zealand east is playing against holy names catholic and they're from ontario canada um, but they're playing it in hazel park outside of detroit um an early game i think too it's like four o'clock game um which makes sense long drives for everybody um but not really sure what to make of this um, this game. It's an interesting game. They got a long way to go to play. Um, Holy Names Catholic has, um, you know, a lot of teams from Ontario play east side of Michigan teams, and they've played a couple and lost to them. But uh, they also have uh, somebody being, I think their quarterback's being recruited by a lot of the big <laughs> the big schools. Right, it's a tight end receiver. Yeah. Oh, the receiver. The That's right. That's right. I I just I had it in my head that it was their quarterback. So, um, I mean, that's that gives them much more credibility, obviously. Um, but you got to have a defense and you got to have, you know, somebody get that receiver the ball. <laughs> so, um so I still really don't even know what to make of it. Zealand East went to the state semifinals last year, so they're obviously good, but they lost a ton. They got six six players from that senior class playing college ball now, and you know another group that you know that was still big contributors to it. it was a huge senior class, but they have some pieces, and I think that um, we're going to see what these pieces are made of. Um, and I think with their quarterback Ethan Hotelling, who's who played some quarterback last year too, um, and it's kind of his his time to shine. And uh, I think that with their offense, they're uh, they're they're going to get enough done. Their defense is really good. Tag Bonama is a you know going to be a uh, I'm guessing an all state caliber kind of linebacker, and they've got some other pieces on defense uh, that's going to be uh, it's just going to be really fun to watch. So I, I like I like the chicks in this one, even though there's a lot of things against them with the long. Uh, travel uh, opponent they don't know star power player um, I still think they get it done yeah all right well I'm gonna go against the grain here Dan I'm gonna take uh, Holy Names Catholic oh so hopefully I'm gonna make it too many but yeah <laughs> but no uh, Theo Johnson you know like you said at the end of the day a receiver you know kind of depends more so on you know the other players helping him out you know getting them the ball and stuff but having said that, I mean he's six foot six, uh, four star recruit, being uh, recruited by Georgia, Iowa, Michigan, Penn State, Alabama, just to name a few. Uh, you know the long drive. You know I think that that's going to kind of mess with him a little bit. And you know I haven't been here long and stuff. I haven't you know ha- haven't seen Zealand play in a while. But I don't know. For me, it's I think there's some storm clouds on Hazel Park uh, right now. Oh, so. interesting. All right, I like it. Bold, bold. Um, 
We're setting up. We're setting up for some good trash talk one way or the other next week. That's good. All right. Uh, next, we have the kind of marquee matchup of Week One in West Michigan: Zeeland West at East Grand Rapids. Both are perennial powers. Both have some good stuff returning. Um, it's at East Grand Rapids. Um, I still like the Ducks in this one. I think they're with their quarterback and running backs, and obviously their line. They got enough returning that their wing T system is you know ingrained in everyone's brain. And I think that um, they are going to pass more this year. And I think that that's going to be enough to keep the defenses on their toes. Even if they don't pass as much, they'll be worried about the pass, and then that'll open up some runs. Um, but I think I think the Ducks get it done close in a close game on the road at, at East Grand Rapids. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I wish I had some stats and stuff to back this up. But, you know, we talk about it in the office. We said this is kind of like a coin flip game kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like East Grand Rapids in this one. Uh, I'm going to go against the Grand again. Um, like I said, I, I think it's going to be a coin flip game. I think it's going to be close. But I don't know. Something's telling me that, you know, on the road and stuff, it's give me East Grand Rapids for sure. Gotcha. Okay. East Grand Rapids uh, wins at home, according to Bo Troutman. Uh so um yeah i mean it's going to be a really good game there's a lot of uh, a lot of things to to like about this game um and it'll be very exciting for sure so they've played before it comes down you know they you know things come down to the end it's it's always exciting um when you get some top teams starting the season off against each other I just want to say I don't have anything against anyone in Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Uh, we'll see how we'll see if they believe you in a little bit here. So, um, all right. So then we've got uh, Godwin Heights at Hamilton. Um, I'd really love to pick Hamilton in this one. I just have no clue what to expect from them. They've got a, a new coach. They've got they graduated you know a lot of players from a team that was already you know struggled a little bit last year, but sh- you know showed some signs. If they show can show some signs right away, it'll be you know a good week and a good start of the year for them. But um, Godwin Heights has been um, pretty good lately, and I I, I got to go with Godwin Heights in this one. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool if Phil Copes could go out and get the win on his first game as a head coach. But uh, you know they they won last year, but this team for Hamilton is just so different this year. You know Marcus McElwain moves from quarterback to running back slash safety and. You know, you got a new coach, new system. You got a sophomore quarterback and Quentin Sorens. Um, you know, Phil Copes. I, I talked to him already about this game, and he kind of said, you know, it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be a, a tough game. And like you said, with Godwin Heights' history, um, you know, I want something tells me I want to pick Hamilton. You know, with Riley Tolzma and some good players there on defense. But I don't know something. Just I think that Godwin Heights, uh, kind of with maybe they have some more experience and stuff where Hamilton's kind of, you know, kind of starting fresh. So, and I think Godwin Heights uh, takes advantage of that. All right. Back on the same page, Bo and I here. <laughs> um, and I have a feeling that's going to continue the rest of the way here based on what I know about the teams. Um, Fenville goes down to Onstead. Uh, this is one of those games that we have one game every year where I had to look up where that was. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it it looks pretty favorable for Fenville on paper. I mean, I know they lost quite a bit from last year, and they have a new coach too. It's a we, sometimes we go five years without a new coach, and you know it seems like. Um, but we've got several new ones this year. Um, but I think that they've got enough. Um, I think they've got enough to 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 pull this one out on the road. So I like Fenville in week one. Yeah, give me Fenville. Um, you know, I don't know much about Onstead, but uh, if I know anything about the Blackhawks, I think that week one they're going to go out there and get it done. 
All right, and then Sagatuck at Comstock. Uh, this will be an interesting year for Sagatuck. There are no Duns on the roster besides their coach, um, but they obviously have a lot of talented players. They bring them in every every year. Every year you think, oh, maybe this is the down year. It's not. I mean, they may not be a team that's you know going to the state finals or whatever, but I mean they're still they still look like to me like a playoff team, and I think. Uh, Comstock has struggled um, the last couple of years, and I think uh, this is a big road win for Saugatuck in week one. Yeah. You know, if I know anything about Saugatuck's program, you know, I, I went to high school at Saugatuck, and, uh, you know, Bill Dunn runs a really solid program over there. They haven't had a losing season since uh, 2006. Uh, and Comstock, there's actually some pretty amazing stats about them. Uh, they went 3 and 6 last season, which marked the first time in 11 years that they had more than two wins in a season. And then since 2011, uh, they've had a record of 13 and 85. So uh, yeah, I, I take Sagatuck in a big one uh, this game. Yeah, for sure. So for those of you scoring at home, Dan will be seven and zero, but will be five and two, or eight and zero, but will be six and two. Since there's eight games, that math would add up a little bit better. Um, so I mean, we got a lot of a lot to look forward to. We're going to be out at most of the games. Um, not going to Onstead, nothing against Fenville. It's just a long way to go, and we got to pick and choose a little bit here with some of the road games. Um, but uh, it's yeah, football season's always exciting. Week one, every, you know, it's there. The excitement's there. The bands there. The student section. Um, it just it's there's nothing quite like that atmosphere, um, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I always look forward to that. Uh, I may get sick sick of football by the end of the season with all the high school games plus all the college games hope grand valley michigan michigan state central western the lions the vikings the bears you name it but man i'm always excited at the beginning of the year um and i'll every year i try not to get as bogged down by the end of the year um and and it's working it's working um so uh but yeah very excited about that we got some other things going on too um some other high school things just a reminder that high school sports are starting across all uh sports and scopes at this point um so we've got volleyball girls swimming uh girls golf boys tennis and boys and girls cross country and boys water polo um so there's plenty of things to see the hamilton volleyball team is you know fresh off of their run to the state quarterfinals last year and they return a ton they i mean they lost a couple of key players but um AJ Edgar's back as a middle hitter, and she was pretty dominant in the state tournament last year. And they uh, they have another. They got she's a junior, and she's uh, they got five. I think five seniors starters to go along with her. Um, so they, they're still loaded with experience and talent. And this is going to be um, this is going to be a big year for them. I mean, AJ was a all state player last year. Corbin Wainer was an all state player last year. Justine Broncourse was all region um and and their setter shelby crack was possibly all region definitely all conference um there's uh there's a lot of there's they're just loaded um but other teams are really good too uh zealand west has got a very formidable front row um and uh you know holland christian and west auto have got some key players um and we'll see what we'll see what happens um for sure in volleyball um high school golf we got some some of our best golfers from last year 
uh, are returning, and they're all on different teams, which is kind of cool. Um, Floyd Wongelart was our player of the year last year from Zealand West. Um, she's already off to a really good start uh, this year. She's won medalist at maybe three three of the four events so far, I think. Um, she's really she's been really good. Um, and then we've got um, you know another group. Uh, of solid golfers all the way around brandy sadama from holland christian bailey bravada from uh zealand east and um myra bex uh bexfort there's two there's there's different bexforts bexfort <laughs> younger bexfort for hamilton um has been uh you know has has been a really good um really good uh golfer this year too i mean it's it's going to be cool to see especially with the way they, they do it with the OK Green, if the, all the top players are playing the rounds together. Uh, that, that's going to be actually really fun to see. Um, high school tennis, too, the boys. Um, uh, Jonah Gilmore from Holland was our is our player, the returning player of the year for Holland. Uh, West Ottawa and Zealand East and Holland Christian all have uh, very deep teams, so that's going to be interesting uh, as they all face off against each other. And... Don't know much about the water polo teams. Uh, the Zealand, uh, Zealand West Ottawa are our two teams that have water polo. They both got some, you know, some good players um, returning, but not sure how how that's going to translate into their season just yet. Um, cross country, we got plenty of good. We always got plenty of good runners out here. Saugatuck always has good programs. We got some kids from Black River that are going to do well, and uh, definitely some couple of Holland Christian kids. Um, Jillian Feeney and uh, Michelle Kuypers that could uh, have a very special year as far as uh, cross country is concerned. Plus uh, Abby Olson from West Ottawa and her younger sister who is running just as fast as she is now. So that could be a really cool, uh, really cool thing for West Ottawa. So um, swimming, how could I forget swimming? Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, it's another typical year for us in swimming. We've got uh, lots of teams that are going to be ranked in the top 10. We've got lots of very, um, very capable elite kind of swimmers. Um, Holland's Sage Gettings will be, um, you know, a big factor uh, for one. Uh, Lily Brandt from West Ottawa will be big, and um, a group from Zealand could, you know, collectively be really, really good, um, led by uh, Audrey Eating. Um, so it's there's a lot to, and then Hamilton, Hamilton. I can't forget Hamilton Holland Christian. They both did really well at the Division Three. State uh, state finals last year. Zoe Dekevit from Holland Christian is going to be a state state title challenger in the breaststroke, and easy for me to say. <laughs> and um, Hamilton's got a lot of pieces led by Nella Pashek that um, could bring them to be uh, you know a top four team in the state again this year. So lots of things going on. Did I miss any fall sports or boys soccer? Oh, boys soccer. Boys can't soccer. Forget Can't forget that too. Holland Christian looks really good already. Um, they have a big matchup with Unity Christian, who's a perennial state power. Um, and that rivalry is just something else in soccer. So uh, Bo will get his first taste of covering that next week. And, uh, you know, we'll see what the Maroons can bring. But um, same thing. Got talented players on all the local teams. Just depends on, you know, who can bring it all together um so yeah it should be an interesting year in high school high school sports we've got a lot of fun things to do lots of teams with a lot of potential and lots of elite players uh whether their team is elite or not there's going to be lots of great players on every team which is really exciting um 
And then we've got Hope and Grand Valley stuff. Um, I'm going to talk real quick about Hope Volleyball and then let Bo talk about the football team. But uh, volleyball team lost quite a bit from last year, but also uh, have a ton of young uh, young talent coming back. Uh, McKenna Otto was a freshman last year, and she was all-conference. Um, they got a really good two-setter system working and uh, got a lot of hitters now, too, in their back row uh, players, Jenner Vandelon and uh, Gabby Vachon are seniors, so this could be a big year big year for them um obviously calvin you know is the team to beat in the miaa but uh, both teams are uh ranked and will likely be so all year and that'll set up a couple of fun clashes uh between the two of them uh but it looks like another strong season uh for hope volleyball especially if they can um you know the second year under this two-setter system if they can put that uh together that could uh it could be really interesting to see what uh see what happens um but yeah, let's and their cross country teams good. Their soccer teams are real good. Uh, the the men's soccer teams working for a big improvement from last year. They they took a big stride last year with their new coach, and they're looking to continue to take that next step. Uh, the women made a deep playoff run in the NCAA tournament, uh, their longest, and um, but also they lost a lot of seniors. So that'll be interesting to see how uh, this group moves. They still got tons of talent. I would. Uh, not be surprised if they won the MIAA again and uh, you know made the NCAA tournament. So, um, yeah, lots of big things. The cross country team has been really good, um, and uh, the golf teams start this year. They kind of have their split season, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, yeah, lots of good things coming from the Hope teams for sure. Um, and uh, Bo, what do you know about the football team? Well, I know that I'm excited uh, to see them this season, and uh, who else is excited is uh, Coach Peter Sturzma. Who he's always excited. Yeah, I mean, just talking to him, just like you could be talking about anything with that guy, and he can get like pumped up for it. So I thought it was really cool. I went out to a practice um, a little while ago, got to see him firsthand, and I'll tell you what, I really I feel strongly about their chances this year. Uh, obviously, you know they <clears throat> go, uh, you know they win eight wins the last two years, and you know I think they are was it nine wins? Uh, I might have got tongue tied on that. But uh, anyhow, you know, they're really – they haven't made a deep playoff run. That's kind of what's been missing. They have these good regular season games, you know, guys who put up big numbers, but they haven't had that deep playoff run the last couple of years. And uh, quarterback Mason Oppel uh, is really determined to change that. You know, he had 1385 uh, passing yards last year, uh, 15 touchdowns to one interception, and then 954 yards on the ground with 18 touchdowns. I mean, with a guy returning like that, plus the entire offensive line – uh, and they got some guys on defense who are going to cause some problems. Um, I think one guy to watch out for this year is uh, Jake Babb, who uh, last year he had to uh, sit out because in the third game he uh, had a shoulder injury, and now he's back. And he said that the injury actually kind of helped him kind of take a step back, and I think he could be a really dominant uh, D lineman for them this year. But, um, you know, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying that, uh, you know, I think this is the year where Hope, um, you know, maybe does make that kind of deep playoff run with Mason Apple under under center and stuff. And uh, and running back will be an interesting position to watch, too. Uh, without Mike McClusiak from last year, uh, you know, you got kind of sophomore Kenya Houston and uh, Connor Mellon, two guys I think get some time. And then also uh, freshman Bryce Stark uh, could also see some time uh, at that position. So we'll see. But uh, I think that they got their eyes in the postseason. But also you know, they definitely reiterated that they're not looking past anybody and that the only game that matters right now is week one at Milliken so. for sure well there the the problem is not the problem the MIAA has none of the teams have had made deep playoff runs they are usually one and done uh in the division three playoffs um 
Yeah, I'm waiting for that trend to change. Uh, the teams are getting better. Um, it's it's starting to not be such a David and Goliath situation, um, but it's still a big step that needs to be taken before it can be taken again. So um, even if they win the MIAA, they got to prove they'll have to prove that the MIAA is strong. You know, I mean that's. It's one step at a time, obviously. Making the NCAA tournament is huge, um, and Hope hasn't done that in a while, so they need to, you know, uh, that's their goal, obviously. But uh, it'll, it's always interesting to see. I think that the the conference is moving in the right direction, um, but it's just it's hard when they, you know, it's hard when you will, you have the best season you've had in a long time, and then you go play Mount Union in the first round, uh, who wins the D three title all, all the time, or Wisconsin Whitewater or something, and then you're, you know. Your season's very quickly over, um, but yeah, but that's that's way down the line here. We're still t- we still like, we still got all the regular season here. That's why you play the games. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think this is this is hopes you to win the MIAA. So now they just got to go out and do it. Um, yeah, and uh, they're they got a senior, fifth year senior, middle linebacker Mason Decker, uh, who again, shout out to Mason Decker as I do all the time because he has the best Twitter handle. Get decked. <laughs> and um, I think that some of the opponents are going to get decked this year. A lot of them. Uh, and uh, I think Bo's going to get decked in his picks. So um, <laughs> on that note, um, yeah, we were we'll, we will uh, look forward to uh, bringing you some more of the action next week and breaking down what happened in week one, talking about week two. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Michigan, Michigan State, and some more of the, uh, the Hope and other high school sports as things uh, move along. But... Uh, for Bo, I'm Dan, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.